are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We would love some mailbag questions at that email address considering there is a lockout ongoing so we might need some topics we might need some questions and inquiries from the uh, locked on race fan base out there should we now do that joke the we're locked out race because a lot of other channels have been doing that and uh, i think austin wrote it on on our page too very creative we might have to get to that point eventually i have confidence that this thing will worked out me too uh, will be worked out before we have to get to that point i like the idea of changing our podcast name to one of the rays minor league affiliates locked on montgomery biscuits locked on biscuits locked on bulls i mean there's there's already a locked on bulls but chicago bulls uh locked on what's the other one uh locked on hot rods there we go there you go. Locked on Florida State Complex League Stone Crabs. A minus. Yeah. There you I go. Love it. Okay. Uh, let's get to some real raise business here. Uh, something that we didn't get a chance to talk about this week or bring up with Evan Klosky, who we had on Thursday. Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell is no longer a member of the Tampa Bay Rays as he was traded to the Miami Marlins for an prospect by the name of cam my because you sort of have been alluding to this possibility for several weeks if not months i don't know if i totally jumped on board with the theory or idea but it officially happened yeah i know it's it's i we knew it was coming wendell was not going to be a ray in 2022 you that was at his highest asset value you had to ka-ching I mean, you have give me something back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they got a, a kid who, you know, I talked to Aaron Layton, the host of Locked on MLB Prospects. And I, and I said, he's giving me Josh Low vibes. Is this a fair comp? He's like, not a bad one. Right. Uh, Josh is a little bit more refined, obviously. Yeah. Not, might get to the big leagues this year. Uh, Cameron still has some development to do uh, in in his minor league career, he's slashing a 258 batting average, 365 uh, on base, 412 slugging, a 121 WRC plus, 13.2 walk rate, and hold your seats, people. He just reached double A this season. He has a strikeout rate of 27.1%. So there's still some yeah. work to be done by uh, Cameron Meisner. I was wondering, I got the impression that I feel like the Rays maybe could have gotten a little bit more for Joey Wendell. I mean, Cam Meisner, right? You you talk about the comps to Josh Lowe, and he does have similar size and strength and profile, but that strikeout rate jumps out to me, particularly considering he's 23 years old. I further think that as he moves up, that he could further get exposed if he makes it to the big leagues. And uh, he now becomes the Rays' number 22 prospect, sandwiched between 
uh, wait for it, Sandy Gaston and Jacob Lopez. So not necessarily household names. Not saying that you trade Joey Wendell, you're expecting a team's number four, number five, number three prospect, but I would have thought maybe a little bit more. I mean, this is, you talk about the definition of a lottery ticket. This is it with Cam Meisner because there are major, while he has loud tools, he has great athleticism. There are major, major questions about his swing in his mechanics and so forth. But I think the Rays are just playing the game of, hey, because Meisner can play center field. He's athletic enough to handle that position that they're saying, we're we're banking on somebody. Somebody will take the role from Kevin Kiermeyer, be it Greg Jones, be it Josh Lowe, be it Vidal Brujan, be it Cam Meisner. Somebody's going to have to step in and, and take those opportunities. And let's say Cameron still has two more years uh, in, in the minors. That's two more years that Randy can patrol a corner outfield spot. Right. That's maybe two years that Austin Meadows can do it before they get too expensive, those two fellas. So it's not only about Kevin, the Kevin Kiermaier game. I think that one's earmarked for, for Josh, uh, ultimately, right. maybe not this season, but you need to have guys, you know, in the wings and, and maybe Cameron can be one, one of those. And, you know, going back to his flaws with, with the strikeout rate, I, I get that. And it's, and it's very high for just a guy who just arrived in, in, into double a, mm-hmm. but the race seemed to have knock on wood. Yeah. But they seem to have lately focused on the hitting side uh, and, 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 and getting prospects that might be toolsy on, yeah. on the hitting side. So I have hope that maybe they, they figured out something uh, when they uh, develop these guys that they can have a little bit better of a career than, let's say, a Reed Brignac, a, an Elliot Johnson sort of career because we've had those. Right. I think it's time for more the Vidal's, the Taylor Walls, and 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 the Juan Francos, of course. Yeah, I mean, if you can find a way to retool Mike Zanino into an all-star level hitter, then maybe you can do the same with Cam Meisner at some point. And right. it's not like there's not technology out there that can help with his swing. There's K vest, there's blast motion, there's Rapsodo, there's all these different metrics that just because you're struggling right now doesn't mean you can't change or evolve. Right as a player. Now it is interesting with Joey Wendell. He is going to be sorely, sorely missed. Yes. And we can talk about the war. We can talk about how much value he pr- uh, provides and brings, but I don't even think the analytics quite measure how much of a valuable player he is in terms of the super utility and the heart and hustle he provides in the example he sets. I mean, he's just to put it simply, he's a winning player. He's a winning player that a team that wants to contend or fight for a playoff spot. That's the type of guy you need, which credit to the Marlins for for going out and they're actually making an effort. They go out and sign Avi Garcia. They extend Sandy Alcantara. They trade for Jacob Stallings. They add Joey window like their hot take here. I've got my first prop bet of the year. Oh my everybody. Hold on. First prop bet of 2022. Okay. Wait for it. Hit me. The Miami Marlins. Oh God. Assuming there's a season. We've said this so many times. Yeah. Uh, and it might be 50 games, 100 games, 120 games. I don't know. Oh. Um, the Miami Marlins will have at least the same record or a better record than the New York Mets in 2022. Oh, baloney. Okay. So you want to take me up on this first prop bet 
of 2022. Oh gosh. I want to talk about Joey Wendell's more like it. I want to talk about Joey. Wendell. Okay. I'll let, let you stall. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, let okay. Me, let me stall a little. I'm bit. just throwing it out there. Fine. We can pick it up. Well, let's pick it up. But when we talk about Joey Wendell and the heart and hustle and all that, I think that it was so beneficial for young guys to see how Joey Wendell an old rookie took to the field. Mm-hmm. I think that that was really, really cool. And, and, and he's going to be missed. And, and I love that you said uh, the war and, and the metrics. Jason Collette had a really cool um, tweet the other day. December 11th, 2017, the Yankees signed Giancarlo Stanton. The Rays acquire Joey Wendell for Jonah Heim. Everybody in the baseball world said, oh, look at what the Rays respond to the Yankees uh, getting Giancarlo Stanton. They go for Joey Wendell. Mm-hmm. Okay. From 2018 to 2021, do you know Giancarlo Stanton's F4 was? Uh, 2018 to 2021, I'll say 10. 7.7. Okay. Do you know what Joey Wendell's was? I'm going to assume it was higher. And you would be correct. 8.1. Okay. Joey Wendell was better than Giancarlo Stanton. And I know it was mostly uh, tongue-in-cheek because... Being at DH, you're going to get nicked playing different infield positions. You're going to get a boost. But the point is relevant. The point is relevant. Nobody in their right mind could have ever seen that these two players would give this much value or equal equal value to their respective teams. You didn't expect Giancarlo to not have great seasons and get hurt all the time. And you didn't expect this amazing uh, four seasons with, with, with the race from, from Joey Wendell. I mean, really, this is a guy that uh, kind of earned his stripes, and we always mentioned him as the new Ben Zobris, a Zobris 2.0. Mm-hmm. I don't think he quite reached that level, but if somebody could take silver, I think, th- to that mantle, that, that would be him. That would yeah. be Joey Wendell. Uh, there's a couple other points I want to make on Joey Wendell, but Ulysses, first, we've got to talk about Bilt Bar. My goodness. I mean, why? I want to talk about Bilt Bar all the time. You know why? Yeah. Because they're so delicious mm-hmm. and they're so good for you. And it gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or maybe you're standing in endless shopping lines. Built Bars can give you that extra something to keep you going. You can throw one in the jacket or the purse and you never know when you're going to need it. Also... You can uh, do a little bit of a of a, Ken, a Kevin Weiss thing, mm-hmm. and you can be a dipper. You know, you open that Built Bar, you have hot cocoa, you dip that Built Bar mm-hmm. in there. Boom. That's nice. That's really good. So you know what you got to do. You go to Built.com, and you're going to use promo code LOCKED15. It gives you 15% off your Built Bar order. So don't forget. You go to Built.com. You choose all the flavors that you like. And then you use locked 15 to get 15% off. Remember, it's time to be a dipper. Why don't you be a dipper with a built bar? Okay, let's do that. Built.com. I'm told that Joey Wendell, built bars actually helped Joey Wendell. It made him so strong. Wow. We know about his forearm strength and so forth, but it gave him so much confidence and strength that he didn't have the need to use batting gloves ever in the big leagues, which by the way, Joey Wendell is like the most anti Miami guy ever. I, I don't see Joey Wendell walking down Brickell Avenue, uh, in a Hawaiian shirt or pulling up in a Rolls Royce or anything. What? Okay. I, I love this for lockout talk. Yeah. Let's focus on Joey Wendell though. 
what what city screams Joey Wendell? Let me think here. Um, Pittsburgh. It's got to be a cold, oh, rough, wow. blue-collar city, rust belt. I mean, he does have a home in Pennsylvania. F- for the Phillies, then? Yeah. Okay, the Phillies. Something that is known for you know, some woodworking, construction. If Utah had a, a baseball team, he would Perhaps. be really good. I mean, he would blend in with the demographics there, for sure. No question about it. But I don't think I would. No. <laughs> I probably would. This guy. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Joey Wendell, by the way, you, you mentioned how much war he puts up and uh, how long he's been in the majors. This is maybe an example of why the arbitration and free agent system is broken and needs to be changed. Yeah. The fact that he won't be a free agent. He won't be able to cash in until 2024. That's, He'll be on the downslope, the downslide of his career. And who knows if he even gets any kind of legit contract at that point. He'll be, what, 33, 34 years old? He's already played how many games, how many seasons, and he still doesn't get that opportunity to cash in? He's been a valuable ball player. It's, it's unfortunate. And, and, and you know what it is? It, I know that Manfred had that press conference, and, and he, you know, he, he put on a whole spectacle. And one of the things that the owner said was, okay, well, we just put a set age of, like, 29 for that's when you can just be a free agent mm-hmm. arbitration or um, get a better payday. That would work only for the outliers. The problem is Joey Wendell was an outlier. Yeah. He was 27 years old when he was a rookie. So, I mean, he would have cashed in on that, but most people don't. Right. And, and so it's, it's a shame for, for Joey to, to now have to wait until 33, 34 when, I mean, I love Joey Wendell, but you got to use the major points, the major uh, his, historical background information. Mm-hmm. And that tells you that guys that are 33, 34 are usually yeah. on their decline. So hopefully that doesn't happen with Joey. Again, maybe he can be an outlier. Right. And, and he can help us. Well, I think he works so hard and he has he brings so much value with the versatility in the defense and being a okay, good enough hitter to yeah. find a role. He seems like a guy who will, I think he could play into his mid late thirties. I just don't think he'll ever get the, the contract that yeah. he probably deserves, which it's kind of funny. You know, Ulysses, you had been sort of foreshadowing the, the future potential trade of Joey Wendell and, I guess we did sort of see the writing on the wall at some point when you talk about, okay, at some point you got to create opportunities for Taylor Walls and Vidal Brujan and some of these other guys and how little, how de-emphasized he was in the postseason. Just four at-bats. I, Just I, four at-bats in the postseason. That, honestly, that's, that's such a shame that it had to end this way because yeah. he deserved – I mean, you left a damn all-star – a damn good gold glove nominate nominated yeah. player, third baseman in on the bench on the bench game four mm-hmm. at Fenway. Yep. When it was literally, <laughs> you needed that guy in, in, in a close game to provide that def- defensive value. And, and you chose not to. Right. I, I, for, if I get to have face, uh, face, face to face time, FaceTime with Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. Uh-huh. That's my number one question. And you know what? If you're on YouTube, write us your number one question of what you would uh, ask Kevin Cash about the 2021 season. Yeah. That would be mine. Why didn't you play Joey Wendell right. 
in game four. Now, uh, playing devil's advocate a little bit, not necessarily with the postseason play, because we both agree that he should have gotten more run and more action. And who knows, maybe that game four shakes out differently if he's playing third base instead of Yandy Diaz. But yes, he was an all-star. I do give him credit for that. Well-deserved. It did take some guys bowing out for him to get chosen for the all-star game. We only remember this this year. Tell me about 2016. They just say all-star. And that's what will happen Fair in enough. Fair enough. But there are some signs that maybe gave the Rays thought of, okay, maybe we don't have to pay Joey Wendell. Maybe we can just slide Taylor Walls or somebody else out there. When you look at the, the platoon splits aren't pl- uh, pretty. No. When you look at his numbers against lefties, he hit 202 with a 603 OPS. He really, and we talk about him being named an all-star, he really cooled off after the all-star break. Yeah. He had an under 300 on-base percentage in OPS of 687. In fact, if we take a look at the, and here's also the thing. I mean, when you're talking about a guy that plays third, plays second, plays short, and provides what he does, it's not like to, to expect Joey Wendell to be a guy that's going to throw up 25 homers and an 800 OPS. It's just not realistic. It's, yeah. You're, you're, you're playing the show too much. Yeah. You're playing the show too much. You're in fantasy land. So yeah. I, I think, and, and I'm pointing out the numbers right here, but I think we kind of too many of the analytics sabermetric guys just, Oh, he's got a you know 702 OPS. So he's not really value. Oh, he can be replaced, but not really. You got to look a little bit deeper. You got to look into the person too. Yeah. Um, but having said that, uh, his strikeout rate was the highest of his career at 22.6%. Yeah. But then again, uh, a lot of guys are going to have the stri- highest strikeout rates of their career in 2021 and 2022 and beyond. Just the way the pit- that pitching is going, it's getting harder and harder to, to make contact, and the game has gone away from, I mean, we, we've become a three true outcome sport, basically, with the walk, home run, and strikeout. But Spider tech. Yeah, well, that too. Um, and then... The home, so he had what do you have? 11 home runs. Okay. Uh, somebody at Fangraphs pointed out that several of those home runs barely, barely cleared nah, the wall. You're just nitpicking. I know I'm nitpicking. nitpicking. Now, again, that some of those could be at the drop, and maybe he gets a little bit of an extra edge at Marlins Park or in some of the national parks. Hunter so Renfro just, playing at Fenway Park. Fair enough. No. Boom. Look, I, I'm just pointing out on why the Rays could have said, okay, we don't want to pay or we don't need to pay Joey Wendell. Okay. We've got Taylor Walls, a switch hitting guy who is the best defensive, defensive player in the uh-huh. minor leagues. And and yeah, we might take a little bit of a hit initially, but eventually we think that Taylor Walls can morph or mold into 100%. that Joey Wendell-esque role. They yeah. seem to be very similar prototypes. They the really day. do. Yeah. So again, we'll... It's sad to see him go, but we saw this coming from from a mile away. Uh, nothing but the best for Joey Wendell. I hope he does get some sort of bag in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe a kind of an Avi type deal with the Brewers that he got. Maybe like a two year, three year deal of like you know eighteen mil, something like that would be nice for for Joey. But no, good for good for uh, for the Marlins. Really yeah. good for the Marlins to get a guy like that, and 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 you get to see Avi Garcia and Joey Wendell in Florida back together that's nice yes it is uh i mean if if you're looking for a national league team to root for you might have to jump on the marlins train here you got lewis head you got jesus aguilar you got avi garcia jesus sanchez paul campbell or Uh, maybe you like chaos so you become uh, a a mets fan 
like Klosky. Yeah. No, I could never be a Mets fan. Not by the also, Mad Max and Jacob Degrom, baby. That's a one-two punch. I, I say it. I, I don't think they're going to win ninety games. Oh, I, think I don't they're think going they're going to implode. No, I don't think ninety. Yeah, I don't think ninety wins. But I wouldn't write them off from the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, I would like to see them in the playoffs. Hey, the Marlins also might need a center fielder. Kevin I, Kiermaier. I actually talked about that on Twitter the other day. Yeah, okay. Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah. Uh, we got some comments here from listeners on the Joey Wendell trade. Ben Rosa says, size, I'm devastated just having to respond to my thoughts on losing Wendell. Tenacity, reliability, slash dependability, grit, relentlessness, durability, and his quiet leadership he brought to the team. The Rays will miss Wendell. His absence will be notable. Amy Breen says, shocked and saddened. When I read the news, he gave it his all on the field. Really going to miss him. He was such a great fit on the team. Jake Stokes says his hustle, but I think it was time, as y'all had discussed before, his value would never be higher. Will Boland says his hustle, fielding, reliable bat, and character. My favorite player, gonna miss him. Uh, Lugnut says the incessant fawning over a player completely replaceable. That's a little harsh. I don't know if he's completely right. replaceable. If he had a 0.0 war, then, then he yes, would he would be. Uh, Ty McCann says he misses or will miss everything about Wendell. Chris says his defense. And uh, Ray's Ryder says his hustle. He would always grind out at bats and do the little things right also his elite defense. Now I have a question for you. Would you put green Skittles on Joey Wendell having another all-star year in his career? Ooh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Well then where would you go to put some green Skittles there? I would go to bed online. Okay. Bet online. By the way, I, here's the thing. I, I assume with Joey Wendell, uh, maybe being with the Marlins, he won't get as much play as opposed to if he was in another bigger market. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean it took him this long to get, get some spotlight with the race. Imagine with the Marlins. CBA, there might be some some new standards of, okay, we can't have a hundred guys bowing out of the all-star game. If you get nominated, show up or just dummies. say, I don't want to, I don't want to from the get go. Yeah. I, I wanted to t- spend time for my family. Okay. Then you're off the ballot. And that just speaks to the character of Joey window because like last minute he was named an all-star. Now it's a, a maybe a once in a career, right. once in a lifetime opportunity, but it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be there and immediately with his wife, with his kids. It was awesome. Good yeah. for him. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Bet online green go. Skittles bet online has you covered all season long with more props, odds and lines than ever before as football season, as the football season continues the March to the playoffs Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So be sure to head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. Bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and it's where the game starts. 
All right, Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means time for some trivia and name that war. We might have to save the conversation on the G-Man Choi news and the tender contracts for next week. Look, there's a lot of things to talk. There's going to be uh, not many things to talk about, so we're going to have to stretch some of the things we can talk about with the lockout. I'll just put it like that. Can I ask you to just say one word? to describe seeing G-Man Choi has agreed on a one-year deal with the Rays for $3.4 million. What's the one word that came to your mind? Flabbergasted. It's a good one. Yours? Bleep. <laughs> Holy bleep. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean they can't trade him later on. That's I think right. that's eventually going to happen. And we probably will get into that discussion at some point. But baseball trivia here. Um, okay. In front of me... I have a list of guys who threw 200 or more innings, at least 200 innings this past season. There are four names on this list I have. Ulysses, I need you to name all four of those players that threw at least 200 innings. And I can give you a hint up front. Okay. If you want that, or if you want to try to guess one, um, let me. And let then me, I'll go from there. Yeah, let me. Uh, let me guess first. Okay. I'm gonna go with Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler threw the most innings in baseball this year, this past year, two hundred and thirteen point one. Very good. Cool, 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 cool. Robbie Ray, strike one. Damn. Max Scherzer, strike. Two. Now, let me go ahead and give you my hint here. Please. The other three players on this list are in the National League. Whammy. Uh, I need that. I need, I need the, the background music in my head. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Let, let's, let's talk divisions, people. <laughs> let's talk divisions. Let's go west first. Colorado, no way in hell. Um... Diamondbacks, that's hilarious. Um, Merrill Kelly didn't throw 200 innings? I would bet he didn't. I would put green skittles, yeah. but he didn't. Uh, Padres Musgrove? No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not okay. going to put my green skittles on Musgrove. No. <laughs> of all the players ever, you could guess, I would not you're put saving that. your third strike. Uh, Take yeah. the bat off your shoulder, at least, Willie Adamas. Okay, here we go. Okay. Walker Bueller. Correct. He is second on this list, 207 and two-thirds of an inning. Okay, good, 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 good. Kershaw got, got hurt, so it's not him. Then let's go to the central. Oh, no, the Giants. Kevin Gosman. A very richer Kevin Gosman is incorrect. The other two on this list. So you got Zach Wheeler. You got Walker Bueller. Yeah. Number three. I guess uh, age is just a number. Adam Wainwright, 206 in a third innings pitch. And number four, a guy I mentioned on this pod today and a guy that you played with in MLB The Show the other day and lost with, I should add. Alcantara! Sandy Alcantara, 205 and two-thirds of an innings pitch. That one stinks. Just four players through. Now, I know pandemic season, uh, but guys aren't throwing 200 innings very frequently. No, they're not. And I'll be curious to see if 
ever, if ever a Rays player will get to that mark, or at least like within the next 10 years. I think Shane Boz could be the best opportunity or best chance to do that. Yeah, practice. Shane Boz is the, is the one. Yeah. He's so, the one. Yeah. But who knows? You might top out at 170, just the way the Rays are operating. Really, really. Uh, okay. Well, that was uh, frustrating. Uh, I, let, let me let me uh, make, make you feel as frustrated. Okay. By doing a My palms bit. are sweaty already. Good. Uh, Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Um, here we go. Name that war. This guy, coincidentally, was a starting pitcher. He not only once, but twice threw over 200 innings. One time, he came close by pitching 198. Give me baseball reference uh, war for none other than Matt Garza. Matt Garza's career war. I did stop following his career for the most part after he left the Rays, but I still think he put up a couple of decent seasons. I'm going to say he pitched at least a decade in the bigs. Um, Matt Garza, a guy that you would look at and say, man, he had a good, really good career that 90 Five, 97% of pitchers would envy, but it's never a name that like, when you're talking about the greatest pitchers in baseball, you never really mention Matt Garza. Uh, I am going to say B-Ref career war for Matt Garza is 32. Wow. Wow. Did I get it? You love Matt Garza so much. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, I mean... Show me your chest, because I feel like you have Garza's face tattooed yeah. there. I have his initials. Yeah. MG, no. Not at all. Strike one. I'll give you another all right. one, because this was a whiff. Heck, I'll cut it in half. 15. Closer. 12. There you go. Really? Matt Garza's career war was 12.5. 125 huh. He had a career record of 93 wins, 106 losses, a 4.09 ERA. He pitched over 1,700 innings, uh, but uh, he, he didn't do so bad after he was traded with uh, uh, to the Cubs after the 2010 yeah. season. He actually had a, a really good couple of seasons there with with the Cubbies. But then it all went to to kind of uh, hell once he he touched Texas and and Milwaukee. But uh, do you want to guess his uh, career earnings? Career earnings, um, despite the war, I'm gonna say he made like seventy mil in his career. Seventy nine mil, almost eighty mil. Wow, for Mad Garza. That's amazing. Uh, it, it pays to be a starting pitcher that can give you 160, 170 innings and give you a four to. ERA. Yes. Yeah. None of, imagine, imagine anybody doing 200 innings, right? Like back, he did 200 innings in back-to-back seasons, 203 in 09. Then he did 204 in 2010, 198 in 2011. Mm-hmm. And in 2008, the year prior where he began the 200 innings, 184. You're not going yeah. to see that, at least from yeah. a race starting pitcher, maybe ever again. 
No. And uh, it's so funny because I totally forgot and disregarded that Matt Garza played for the Brewers for several seasons. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Again, when a guy goes to the National League, I just totally ignore him. Yeah. You don't have the DH. I don't care about you. So that's also what needs to happen. That'll have to be an episode at some point. What needs to come out of this new CBA? You know what I'm going to put? We got to put a, a Twitter poll. If there's one thing that comes out of the CBA lockout, what would it be? Like, you have to pick one. Is it universal DH? Is it better wages for, for, for rookies, for, for starting players? Is it arbitration earlier? Mm-hmm. Is it a salary floor minimum? Yeah. What is the one thing that you need? I think we should put that on a poll. Is it using luxury tax dollars stadium for the team Rays in Ebor City? I don't know. Ooh, Just throwing out ideas here. I'm Not sure the Yankees and Red Sox would be happy with that. Whatever. Uh, all right. Very good. We're going to miss you, Joey Wendell. Yeah. Welcome, Cam Meisner. There you go. Probably my career war guess for don't, Cam Meisner. Don't. The kids it just got to the biscuits. No, stop. Stop. I, I don't think he gets 500 plate appearances on picks. Stop. Anyway. Uh I'll make money. Okay. I'm not even going to go. Yeah. Uh, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on Bets podcast. That is free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. And we will talk to you next week.